0: This audio is brought to you by muslimcentral.com. How much do you love the Prophet? Do you actually love him more than yourself, more than your family, more than your wealth? This was a question that you would have to ask yourself many, many times if you lived with the Prophet. Right? If you are going out in Badr and you are greatly outnumbered, you have to ask yourself whether you love the Prophet more than your family, more than your wealth, more than yourself. If you are going out in Uhud, you have to ask yourself that question. If you're struggling in Khandaq and you're about to be massacred, do you love him more than your family, more than your wealth, more than yourself? And that's what the hadith says. Min malihi, wa waladihi wa walidihi, ajma'in. min nafsihi. That you love him more than your wealth, more than your child, more than your parent, more than yourself. When you look at the Ansar, they had proved this time and time again that they loved the Prophet more than they loved themselves. And so you have to wonder what is going through their minds after the conquest of Mecca when their entire lives have revolved around the Prophet over the last decade. So after Fatah Mecca in the eighth year after Hijrah, as we said, the Prophet pitched a tent and he clearly was still assuming the posture of a traveler. He had not taken a home in Mecca and the Ansar were afraid to ask the Prophet what he was going to do. And there was really a lot of uncertainty surrounding that event at that point. I mean, there is a lot that just happened with Fatah Mecca. Now, the Meccans, as they are dealing with this new reality, the tribes that the Meccans already had enmity with in Thaqif and Hawazin. And it wasn't just the Muslims, by the way, they had enmity with, but there's a historic rivalry with some of these Bedouin tribes and with the people of Mecca. Those tribes got wind of the Prophet SallAllahu coming to Mecca and they thought that now would be the perfect time to get rid of all of our enemies in one shot. Now we can attack them while they are unstable, while they're fighting amongst themselves. So the Hawazin, and the people of Taqif started to prepare themselves. And this became the makings of the famous Ghazwa of Hunain, the Battle of Hunain, which is named in the Quran. One of the few battles that's actually named in the Quran. So the Prophet SallAllahu he knows that they are now preparing themselves to attack the Muslims and the people of Mecca as a whole, while Fatih Mecca is unfolding, while the conquest of Mecca is unfolding. And so the Prophet SallAllahu amasses his army immediately after Fatih Mecca to head to Thaqif to fight them instead. How many people did the Prophet SallAllahu come to Mecca with? 10,000. How many is he going out with now? 12,000. Because he now has the new converts of Quraysh in his ranks SallAllahu Alaihi Wasallam. And you can imagine that this is a very risky move for the Prophet SallAllahu to include them because if they are insincere, then they might betray him and use this as an opportunity. But, the Prophet sees the bigger picture. He sees this is an opportunity to immediately unite those Muslims that have been Muslim for a long time and those who had just become Muslim against a common enemy that was after them. And when the Prophet puts his trust in these new converts, they will not disappoint him. So they head out to the areas where these Bedouin tribes are planning to attack them. And the Muslims are looking around and they've been through so much already. And this is the first time that they outnumbered their enemy. So they're looking around, they're saying, well, we're not going to lose this time because we have more army men than they have, right? We have more soldiers than they have. So surely this is going to be a piece of cake. And that's why Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala first describes Hunayn, wa yawma Hunayn id a'jabatkum kathratukum. When you were deceived by your large numbers, you thought that, hey, we have a lot of people. And so this is going to be an easy battle for us. And at the end of the day, Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala says it's just the pleasure of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala so it's not about your numbers it's about whether Allah is pleased with you or not it's whether you are following the order of Allah and the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam and his blessing being with you so don't be deceived by your numbers they were deceived by their numbers though they went out to these rough areas and what they saw was that these Bedouin tribes had prepared all sorts of surprises and ambushes for them. And they had to go through these narrow valleys in Hunayn with their large armies. So when the arrows descended upon them and all the traps came out and all of these attacks happened, all of these skirmishes happened, and they were taken by surprise, most of those men actually fled the Prophet SallAllahu So he was left with once again, just a handful of followers. And in fact, such a small amount of people that were with him in the center of the battle at that point, SallAllahu Alaihi Wasallam. Some of them, not surprising. You had Ali radiAllahu ta'ala Anhu. You had Al-Abbas radiAllahu ta'ala Anhu and his oldest son Al-Fadr radiAllahu ta'ala Anhu. You had Abu Bakr and Umar radiAllahu ta'ala anhuma, You had Usam ibn Zayd radiAllahu Anhu and ayman ibn Ubaid radiAllahu ta'ala Anhu who would become a martyr in that battle. But you also had, guess who, Abu Sufyan who did not flee radiAllahu ta'ala Anhu as a sincere Muslim at that point. They stayed with the Prophet وسلم, and they fought and the Muslims won, but this was a lesson for them to not take victory for granted. And just as they were not you know, despondent because of their lower numbers, which they usually had when fighting a greater enemy, they should not be deceived by their higher numbers or power. Instead, keep themselves connected to Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala. So they won the battle. And of course, now you have this new army that was assembled, you know, seemingly overnight of people that used to fight each other, of the 10,000 that came from Medina and the 2000 new converts in Mecca. What does the Prophet SallAllahu Alaihi Wasallam do? This was the largest share of spoils of any battle the Prophet ﷺ ever had. Why? Because these were tribes that were in the mountains. They had many animals. So the Prophet ﷺ suddenly had at his disposal over a thousand sheep, hundreds of camels, hundreds of all sorts of livestock. He has all sorts of spoils of war SallAllahu Alaihi Wasallam from this unexpected battle of Hunayn. What does the Prophet ﷺ do? He gives these large shares to the converts of Mecca, large shares of the spoils of war to the converts of Mecca. And even they were stunned by the generosity the Prophet SallAllahu was showing to them. I mean, they were grateful first that he just didn't kill them in Fatih, Mecca. Now the Prophet SallAllahu is giving them hundreds of camels and animals to satisfy them as spoils of this first battle they fought as Muslims. So what's happening now? The Ansar are watching this unfold and the Prophet ﷺ does not give anything to the Ansar. And they're starting to feel left out. Not only that, but these whispers are starting to take place. Wait a minute. Is the Prophet ﷺ now going back to the people of Mecca? Is he attached to them again? Has he forgotten everything that we did for him? You know, when there was war, we were always there, but now there are no spoils for us. What's happening here? And so even some of the, the young people from the Ansar. They said, may Allah forgive the Prophet SallAllahu He gives them and he leaves us out, even though our swords were always covered with blood for his sake. So Sa'ad ibn Ubadah radiAllahu anhu is from the Ansar. He comes to the Prophet وسلم, and he tells the Prophet what's happening, what the Ansar are saying, because now these murmurs are starting to grow amongst the Ansar. And the Prophet says to him, and what about you, O Sa'ad? What do you say, O Sa'ad? Sa'ad says, Ya Rasulullah, I'm just a man of my qawm. I'm a man of my people. Meaning what? I have the same doubts inside of me now. I have to be honest with you that all of us are starting to get these doubts about what these actions really translate into with you spending on the people of Mecca this way. So the Prophet ﷺ tells Sa'ad, he says, I want you to gather all of the Ansar in one place, in one tent. And he said, do not invite to this gathering anyone but the Ansar, but I want all of them there. So Sa'ad radiallahu anhu goes and he calls the Ansar and they all gather in this one tent for the Prophet until in fact, there was no space in the tent. So people surrounded the tent, the Ansar surrounded the tent to listen in to this conversation that was going to take place between the Prophet and the Ansar. And there's a lot of anxiety. So the Prophet says, Ya ma'ashar al-ansar, ma qalatun ankum. He says, oh, people of the Ansar, what is this statement or what are these words? That have reached me about you. And they're silent. They're, they're shy with the Prophet. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, didn't I come to you as ضلالة? You were people who were astray. And Allah guided you through me. And you were poor. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah gave you through me, meaning through you taking me in. Allah provided for you. And you were enemies. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought your hearts together. In one narration, it says, be through me. So it was through me that your hearts were brought together as well. So they responded and they said, "Bella Ya Rasulullah. They said, Yes, O Messenger of Allah, and Allah and His Messenger deserve all thanks and all praise. So they, they responded to the Prophet shy, right? that to Allah Subh'anaHu Wa taala and the Messenger SallAllahu wa afdal, that you deserve all praise, you deserve all grace, you deserve the right to say this to us, and it all belongs to you. Anything that comes from you is bounty, and we're, we're pleased. So the Prophet SallAllahu as he says this, they're too shy to respond to the Prophet SallAllahu He looks around them and he says, ala tujeeboonani? Aren't you going to answer me, O Ansar? They said, What do you mean, What will we answer you with, O Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi wa And to Allah and the Messenger belong the praise, belong the 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 uh the rightful thanks and the bounty. Ya Rasulullah, what are we going to answer you? And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, He said to them, if you wanted to, O Ansar, you would say, and you would be telling the truth, and I would acknowledge that you are telling the truth. أَتَيْتَنَا مُكَذَّبًا فَصَدَّقْنَاكَ You came to us, O Messenger of Allah, belied, and we considered you to be truthful. وَمَخْذُولًا فَنَصَرْنَاكَ And you were abandoned, and we supported you, O Messenger of Allah. فَأَوَيْنَاكَ And you were kicked out, and we supported you, we took you in. وَعَائِلًا فَأَسَئِنَاكَ And you were you know, poor, you also didn't have anyone to support you, you had no wealth, and we spent on you. So, the Prophet is saying, You could say all of this back to me if you wanted to, and I would say you're telling the truth. SubhanAllah, now the Prophet is mentioning the favors of the Ansar upon him. And they were so muaddab, they had such adab, such manners, that they couldn't say those words themselves. But the Prophet says, Let me say it for you. You did so much for me, and I will never forget what you did for me, O Ansar. So, now what's going to happen with this meeting? The Ansar are crying at this point. Right? I mean, this is an emotional conversation. The Prophet it seems like it's farewell, right? Like I did this for you, you did this for me. Like, didn't we get out of each other what we sought? You sought from me the following and you got it. And I sought from you the following and you gave it to me. Ya ansar, you supported me and I supported you. And they're crying at this point. And the Prophet, وسلم, as they're acknowledging that to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, to Allah and the Messenger وسلم, belong all praise, all grace, all of the bounty, the right to say these things. The Prophet ﷺ says to the Ansar, Ya Ansar, Ya al Ansar, the people of Mecca were new to Islam. So I wanted to spend on them so that their hearts might be reconciled towards the faith. As for you, I know that your hearts are already full of Iman, you're full of faith. And then he says, Affala t'arodaun, Ya al Ansar. And al nasu bil shati wal ba'eer. الله الله Are you not pleased, O Ansar? That the people will go back and they have their sheep, they have their camels, they have all of these things that were given to them. But you return and Rasulullah is amongst you. So now they were so excited, so happy. They said, Radina bi Rasulillahi Khasma, we are pleased with the Prophet as our share. We are pleased with the Prophet as our share. We are pleased with the Prophet as as our share. And they started to cry so much out of joy because now their worst fear, which is that the Prophet now got Mecca back, he was gonna stay in Mecca, that was done away with, and the Prophet gets to come back with us, or rather, we get to go back, and Rasulullah. Is amongst us. And so they start to cry and they start to say, Ya Rasulullah, that's all we wanted. We're pleased, we're pleased. And the Prophet Wasallam, looks at them and he says, Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam I swear by the one in whose hand is my soul. Lawla ra'an minal ansar. Had it not been for the hijra, I would have chosen to be from the ansar. Had it not been that I was forced to be a migrant from Mecca, I would have chosen to be one of the Ansar. And if the people all went one way, and the Ansar went another way, I would have gone where the Ansar went. So if everyone went in one direction and the Ansar went in another direction, I would choose to go with the Ansar. And the Prophet raises his hands and he says, اللَّهُمْ عَرْحَمِ Ansar, Oh Allah, have mercy. On the Ansar, Abna al-Ansar, and the children of the Ansar, abna al-Ansar, and the children of the children of the Ansar. Fabak and the people started to cry so much until their beards were soaked with tears. From the Prophet Wasallam assuring them that I am coming home with you and showing them His gratitude, Wasallam and showing them His love. And choosing them over the rest of mankind. And so the love of the Ansar is the love of the Prophet. And the love of the Prophet is the love of Allah. And so it is from Iman, it is from faith that we love the Ansar who were so loved by the Prophet that he chose them over his homeland even after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened Mecca to him.